This is Brain Health and Healing with Eva Edelman, author Natural Healing for Bipolar Disorder and Natural Healing for Schizophrenia. And I'm the co-host, Simone Jeanette. And today on Brain Health and Healing, we're going to talk about allergies and food sensitivities. Okay, allergies and food sensitivities. In this episode, we explore food allergy testing and treatment as developed by clinical ecologists and other cutting-edge allergists. A forewarning, allergies can cause various degrees of reaction going all the way up to anaphylactic shock, a medical emergency. This is one reason why you need to work with your doctor in the identification and treatment of allergies. Two of the key allergens associated with mental and emotional symptoms are dairy and gluten. And those, dairy things, and gluten. Can, and those things can cause that type of behavior if you're uh, allergic yeah, to sure. it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And it's not just milk. It's milk, cheese, yogurt, ice cream. Sometimes, especially with children that they've been nursing and they're doing fine, and then they start to drink cow's milk, and then maybe about six years old, about the time when our enzymes to process milk are disappearing, the enzymes that babies have to process milk, they might have been the perfect angel, and then suddenly they start acting like really stubborn and angry. Sort of defiant. Almost like they hate you, defiant, yes. And then you leave them a few days without the dairy of any kind, and they're sweet again. Interesting. So that sometimes happens with young children. That's really good to know. You know, I think they should, this should be something that's like commonly spoken about. Oh, yeah, because that's really important. And then the parents could be rejecting or punishing, and actually it's just the dairy Yeah, or they take them in to get on a bunch of pharmaceuticals that's Uh, unnecessary. Right. So the thing is, dairy can do that. One of the things that could be done is try goat dairy. Sometimes that's a lot better because it's more similar to human milk, so goat cheese and goat yogurt. So goat dairy could be a possibility, but sometimes that's too much too. Then you have to go for maybe calcium pills, not carbonate. That deposit. Well, the way the kids eat string cheese these days, no wonder they're all crazy. Sometimes when you have kids that are out of hand, that is what it is, and you wow. just clear that up. Other alternatives are the broccoli family. For uh, calcium? For calcium or sesame seeds, sesame milk. You can make some things at home, just soak it overnight and blend it up. Yeah. And there's recipes on the internet. So sometimes it's not just dairy, it's dairy and gluten combined. In fact, in many cases, gluten is the key problem. If you remove the gluten, maybe dairy becomes possible for some people. However, during World War II in Scandinavia, they had shortages of dairy and difficulty getting grains, and people left the mental hospital in the middle of the stress of war. They got better not having the dairy and grain. Wow. You can see Dohan's research in our show notes. Simple change in diet. Usually it's very hard to get people to stop something they're allergic to. 
Sometimes it's the food they hate, but more often it's their favorite food. Right. And if you tell them, no, you can't eat that, they will resist heavily. Yeah. And that's often an indication. That's the one. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it's hard to get through communicating at that point. A way to do it is if it's possible and if symptoms won't get that bad is to give them time without the food they're allergic to a few days a week and then give them only that food usually one meal will suffice they'll see how they react yeah of course you don't do this in people suspected of having celiac disease because the reaction could be too extreme so there's other allergens among these are cigarettes which can cause paranoia for real Yes, I've worked with someone like that. <laughs> wow, cigarettes? Weird. And you could see someone smoke a cigarette and be paranoid, even though people mainly smoke to calm down because it goes to the niacin receptor and calms them down a bit, but then they could get paranoid. I think it's maybe just, that's what people have said so long, that like you smoke to calm down, but maybe it's not true at all. It does calm you down really? because it goes to the niacin receptor huh. that calms you down, but it only calms you down for a little bit of time. And the person I work with, when they quit cigarettes, they didn't have that paranoia anymore. Interesting. So, yeah. I never heard of that before. I'm gonna start analyzing. Nice and receptive, makes them feel better, but then that wears off, and then they're worse than before, and they want another cigarette. Ultimately, cigarettes are very bad for schizophrenia or bipolar, but they're perceived as good because they calm you down. Oh my gosh. Temporarily. I know some people who need to be listening to this right now. <laughs> <laughs> some other common allergies include eggs, corn, sugar, chocolate, soy, oranges, coffee, even apples, apple rose oh family. Gosh. But often, some foods in the family can be eaten without ill effect, whereas others cause significant reactions. The culprit in the rose family often seems to be salicylates. Oxalates found in beets, spinach, sorrel, grapes, and really in most vegetables, seeds and nuts and grains and beans to varying extent. These also can cause problems. The two of them, the salicylates and the oxalates, may play a role in some cases of hyperactivity, autism, childhood behavior disorders, anxiety, insomnia, and so on. So sometimes it's not quite an allergy, it's just a question of how your body handles the food. Something bad happens after you have that food, but not an antibody response. It's a sensitivity. In this show, we often use the word allergy to indicate either one. For instance, the reaction to wheat could be an allergy, or it could be you need more zinc. That's a sensitivity to process the wheat. Another factor that you could consider is candida. When one has candida, one could react to almost everything, and yet when the candida is approved and other measures are taken, a lot of sensitivity can go away. Okay. Another way to get allergic to things <laughs> is to be under heavy stress. Yeah. By most people with mental health issues. Breaks down your immunity. 
yeah, it stresses your immune system, and then the immune system doesn't know, is, is this a poison, is that a, an attack? And so it reacts to a lot of things. Also, histamine imbalances, two biotypes we talked about. Low histamine, histopenia, or overmethylation, is associated with allergies or sensitivities to food and environmental factors. High histamine is associated with seasonal allergies. So aside from treating those bites... So wrap yourself in plastic. Plastic's an issue. (laughs) And there's various tests. There's this test called ELISA ACT that's a good indication. It's a blood test. And it could give you a readout of a whole bunch of allergens and tell you what the situation is. Another test is you avoid the allergen for a week and anything in that family of foods, and then you take it in alone. If you react poorly, and I don't mean anaphylactic shock, but a minor reaction, then the allergist might give you some baking soda to clear the reaction. A tablespoon in water, and then you go on to the next test. Sometimes you could tell if you react by your pulse changes. Interesting, yeah. Or the person might be real sensitive and they could tell if they're reacting. Yeah. Back to the treatments. One, avoid the allergen for six months. And then possibly you're not reacting anymore. But it's important to consider that the allergy could have taken another form. For example... Originally, a food may have caused you anxiety, and now you just get a headache every time you eat it. However, in some cases, the food may no longer be causing reactions, and so the allergist may suggest that it's possible to consume the food occasionally in small portions. Moreover, if there are too many foods that a person is reacting to, The doctor may include some of the milder ones in a rotation diet with different food families on different days to minimize reactivity. Further considerations. Sometimes one needs to adjust the balance of microflora, taking probiotics or eating probiotic-rich food. Sometimes it's a question of the enzyme system. Sometimes people with low thyroid, the enzymes are low because the temperature of the body is not warm enough to activate them. And sometimes pyrolorics and others just have low levels of enzymes and minerals and are unable to process foods correctly. But sometimes it comes down to you do have to avoid that food forever. And often that case, dairy and gluten. You've got to practice that self-discipline. The outcomes, if one avoids the allergen or treats it, if sometimes a person who's been psychotic for years will get better within days, longer with Just dairy and wheat. Just by avoiding some dairy. Yeah, with dairy and wheat, one has to totally avoid it. And it could take a month to have, oh, they're not psychotic anymore. Wow. Yeah. And there are a lot of reactions that one could have. It's not always psychosis or mania or depression. 
certain foods, say peppers and tomatoes, are more likely to create agitation, insomnia, hyperactivity. But remember, we're listing a bunch of foods, but that doesn't mean that every food is going to cause a reaction in you personally. Often it's just a certain few foods that are the culprit. And maybe none of them. Allergy may not be a factor for you. Lock yourself in a... No, don't. Just (laughs) avoid certain things. Get into the things that are actually healthy for you, healthy for your brain. And then you just have a happier life because you're not stressed out all the time. Right, exactly. So you need to work with your doctor on these things, and it should be someone who knows about nutrients. Yeah, and it's really important that you advocate for yourself as well. Yeah, and that's what the show is about, to educate you, but it's not prescription for the individual. That's dangerous as anything because everybody's different. Everybody's different. Have you had any experience where you think someone is allergic to something? Oh, absolutely. Okay, what was that like? I have a particular friend has mental health issues, undiagnosed, definitely allergic to alcohol. And sometimes it depends on the kind of alcohol. Sometimes one is allergic to the potatoes, like in vodka, or the wheat, like in some other alcohols. When they're trying to quit, they have to quit the thing they're allergic to, too. And whatever's their favorite drink, that's the indication of maybe they're also allergic, for instance, with vodka to potatoes, too. (gasps) If they eat the potatoes, it will trigger their morning morning vodka. Interesting. So they have to stop both the alcohol and the foods if they're allergic to that, too. Yeah, and does stuff like that coincide with perhaps like a psoriasis condition one could get all kinds of reactions from allergens because that's my friend too is psoriasis bad and from candida often it's the candida because alcohol drinking a lot of alcohol or eating a lot of sugar goes with candida and candida classically causes skin reactions wow and also lack of zinc Okay. Which often makes you allergic to the grains in the first place. So that'd be a great gift, is a bottle of zinc. And often to get a person to take zinc, if they're resistant, it'll help you with your skin, your acne or whatever. Yeah. And also it helps with sleep. Oh gosh, yes. So a person could take the zinc before they go to sleep and it'll help them sleep. And it will also help clear up the acne and so on. So if you have the right amount of zinc for you, uh-huh. like if someone's pyroloric, that's a high amount. But if they're not pyroloric, it's a different dosage. But if someone's getting mental reactions and skin reactions from not having zinc, they need more than a normal dose. Yeah. So Interesting. All right. Too high an amount, you'll be sleeping forever. Not forever. That could be a good thing for some people. Like someone who doesn't sleep well because they have racing thoughts and they're very... Yeah, it helps with racing thoughts. And also for someone who hasn't had sleep in a while, let's say, or needs to sleep because they've been exposed to some illness, some zinc will help them sleep. And again, can we just clarify that we can't, like, give amounts or anything like that that you'd have to discuss it with your doctor and what's the name of this actual it's orthomolecular yeah or work with a naturopath or a physician who works with nutrients 
it's really important because yeah. everybody's different and like I could say oh you should have zinc but maybe someone has some issue where they cannot have zinc right okay mm-hmm. folks so our disclaimer not medical advice or diagnosis or treatment recommendations for the individual we're talking education here solely and that goes for all the shows in case you haven't noticed it I look forward to the day that this is actually common conversation. We've got so. a lot of work to do as a society, yeah? All right, next time. <laughs>